you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by professional better Raheem Palmer and NBA analyst Joe Delera. This is your Thursday workshop. It's the last week of the regular season. Things are ramping up for the playoffs and winding down for teams that are looking towards the lottery. We're going to break down the Thursday slate, get you some best bets, a look at how to find value in a tricky slate. Let's go ahead and get this off the top. Okay. We're recording this on Thursday. And the reason that we record these a day in advance or Wednesday, I'm sorry, we're recording this on Wednesday. The reason we record these things a day in advance is because we want to give people time to catch them, to listen to them, to get their bets in. However, you need the most up-to-date and instant information, especially right now, because of how messy the NBA is in these final days of the season. Uh, even with teams in the playoffs, many of them are feeling okay about their seating, and so they'll be resting players. Other teams are just simply pivoting the next season and want to get a look at some of the young guys, so they'll have guys out. We will try our best to give you information on what we're expecting from the lineups in these various games on Thursday. But you do need to be following Fantasy Labs NBA because you're going to get the absolute up to the second information on when those things are updated. For example, I really thought Mitchell Robinson was going to play on Wednesday night for the Knicks. He's not. He's just not going to play. So any bets that you make right now, you need to be having that in mind. Questionable motivation is a big issue here, too. We're going to try and sort all that out. Raheem, let's start with you. What is your best bet for Thursday? Hey, I'm looking at the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors over. I mean, look, we all know LeBron James is going to be playing tomorrow because he does want this scoring title. I think he has to play two more games. And when you look on, on the Lakers side of the ball, they're 29th in defensive rating over the last couple of weeks, giving up 124 points per 100 possessions. And look, you got Anthony Davis, you got LeBron James in the lineup. I think both of those guys will be playing. And I think you're going to get some points in this game. When you look at the Warriors, I know they have a solid defense, but this just feels like a game where the Lakers don't have anything to play for. I guess the, you know, the Warriors, they're kind of locked into the, the three seed right now. So I'm looking at a shootout, and I think, look, my model makes this game 230, so I think at 224, there's some value there, and I also think you want to be looking at LeBron props over if he plays. Yeah, I mean, that's like the big question, so let's cap this both ways. If LeBron doesn't play, does that affect your play on the over? Um, Yeah, I think it affects it. I think, I think if LeBron doesn't play against uh, this Warriors team, I, I don't want any parts of this over. 
what do we think the line do we think the line moves down like two points maybe yeah i, I don't think it's gonna move i don't think it's gonna move down too much because the defense is just still bad sure. and then you still gotta play guys like Malik monk who can who can score but can't really defend so i'm not changing up too much but i really want lebron in for this game okay so it's an 11 point spread here. So that puts this at 117 on the Warriors total, team total. Mm. Do you like that if LeBron doesn't play? Mm, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Would you bet it though? I would not bet it. Okay, so, <laughs> but I want to get into this because at, oftentimes I looked at these team total size because if I'm trying to figure out like what the exact cap is on these. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you not want if if you're if you're if the basis for the bet is the Lakers defense stinks, Golden State should be able to put numbers up on them, then you know what it is? I, I think I think look when you look at their last couple of matchups, Lakers won 124-116. Before that, Golden State 117-115. Before that, 121-114. I don't know who's going to I don't know which team is actually gonna outpace the other one right but i, I think it's, it's a game where I, I'm, I'm expecting it over 224 if that makes sense so the warriors for as far as their motivational spot here there is no real advantage here there's honestly not yeah. because if you're the warriors like i tend to be of the camp of i don't think it's bad to play the good teams early like it in terms of avoiding the suns if you're trying to get the three so you avoid the suns until the western conference finals I tend to lean towards like it's better to face him early, but this, but the Warriors approach will just be look three seed, four seed doesn't matter. Like it's gonna be tough. Yeah. We're gonna have to face the Sun sometime. We're gonna have to beat him sometime. Memphis is gonna be tough. Everybody's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. That's fine. So I they may sit guys, which I think obviously kind of changed the equation on this. Man, I can't believe LeBron's gonna sit out when they had a chance to make the playoffs and then play when they like that would, mm, that would be. That that would be something if LeBron if LeBron did that. I agree with you. I like that. I like the cap if LeBron plays. I'll, I'll say that. I like the yeah. cap if LeBron plays. I mean, I, I do think we're kind of grasping for straws at this point. I mean, just I mean, obviously, you 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 headline everything with we recorded this early and but it's just I, I just think that's one that immediately pops out Damn to me. <laughs> if you got anything else, or is that it for Thursday? Um, I want to talk about this Bucks game because I think. The Bucs are in an ideal spot against a Celtics team on a back-to-back. And I think you mentioned this on the heat check, but this would be a spot to where maybe the, the Celtics might be sitting some guys. So maybe you want to jump out and get the, the, the Bucs early, but are the Bucs going to play people? Yeah, so the Celtics um, are five-point uh, dogs in this spot, Bucks minus five. We're recording this at 7 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday. I do want to note here that uh, Horford and Tatum and Brown are all warming up as we speak and we'll see if they go. Uh, Cause like that's okay. They are all active. This came out just four minutes ago. So they're going to play. So those guys are, are in here's my thought process with the motivational spot. You got a back-to-back. You don't want to play guys on a back-to-back the last week before the playoff start NBA. What are you doing? Scheduling these? What are you, what are you doing? Don't schedule back-to-backs yeah. last week of the season. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, but even though they don't, they won't get fined because of the last week of the season, the NBA is basically like, look, if you lock the playoff spot, we can't fault you for protecting. We want you to protect your guys for the playoffs, right? Um, the Celtics win the tiebreaker over the Bucks head to head. Even if they lose this game, they will still win based off of a very obscure fifth tiebreaker in the in the order. 
They win the three-way tie versus the Sixers. They win a head-to-head tie versus the Sixers. The Celtics don't have any sort of reason to think that playing in this game and beating the Bucs is more important than resting in this spot on a back-to-back. So I think the Celtics take care of business in this game as we're recording this versus the Bulls. Here's the thing. Even if they lose this one to the Bulls, they're not going to turn around and be like, we got to get this one. We got to get this one because all you got to do is win the season finale and you lock a top four seed and that's it. You're good. Yeah. Like that's all you got to do to get, to make sure you're not facing Toronto um, as a five seed. So there's, there's every reason for the Celtics to chill tomorrow. I think this line will probably be double digits tomorrow. By the time that the game rolls around, the bucks may rest guys. That's possible, but the bucks I think are more likely to, to play in this spot and then rest on Friday in the same kind of situation where you're on a back to back. So um, I like this a lot as well. I think that this line, if you hear this and this line is double digits, you're too late. But if you get this line at anything, I think single digits, I think the Bucks are a good play here. Yeah. So you got anything on that? Is you, you just that yeah, no, that was my, that was actually my best bet. Cause I was looking at, yeah, there's actually a four and a half at bet three, six, five too. So, I mean, like those are going to be gone. I think yeah. um, like their game on Fridays against the Pistons that I feel like they could just cruise in that game. And maybe like I could see the Celtics wanting to sit guys. So maybe they don't show their hand on like how they might play some defenses against the bucks in the playoffs and potential playoff matchup. And even if Milwaukee sits some guys and the Celtics don't, it's like you said, it's a rest advantage. So uh, I like Milwaukee here and at four and a half, five, five and a half, I think it's just, it's a little, it's just way too short here. um, Given the circumstances, like, like you said, the Celtics don't need to, do, they don't really need to prove anything here. Um, it's not It's not the most important game for them. Two more games I want to talk about. First up, I can't believe this line. The Denver Nuggets are three-and-a-half-point favorites tomorrow versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Why? Why are the Nuggets favored in this spot? Why? I don't know. What have we seen out of Denver lately that makes you think that this is a good spot? They struggled with the Lakers on Sunday. They got the win because the Lakers are terrible. They struggled with the Pacers. They gave up a 31-point lead in two quarters before winning by seven. They struggled with the Charlotte Hornets. They lost in the biggest game of their season last Friday to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They could clinch a playoff spot on Tuesday and got worked, worked by the San Antonio Spurs without DeJounte Murray. Why, Raheem, why in God's name are the Nuggets favored in this game? Like I was prepared to bet Denver because I thought they would be home dogs at three and a half. I have, I have to bet Memphis. I mean, this is basically the sports book saying, look, you're going to pay a premium to bet a team in a must win game. And as we know, we say this in the NFL all the time, if a team finds itself in a must win game. They probably aren't that good. So you're paying a premium. Obviously look, we saw the Memphis Grizzlies go out there and they benched a lot of guys against the Utah Jazz. And they still took that game into overtime and had the lead in overtime against the Jazz team, which is struggling, but had a, a, a huge lead on them. So this, this Grizzlies team is one of the deepest in the league. They're tough. I would not want to play Denver in this spot. But you always say, Matt, you always say they always respond when adversity hits them so is this one of those adversity they spots used to, i don't i don't know that this is that team anymore they're too tired they're they had to play too many guys too many minutes when they got too injured early in the season once mpj and dozier went down they've had to play the starters too many minutes because the bench was so bad and it's caught up with them like will barton's a shell of himself like aaron gordon is forcing his way through nicole Jokic is exhausted and this Memphis team plays a high pace and plays high intensity injury report right now just came out before we went on air john morant's out dylan brooks is questionable with hip soreness but there's no like everybody's out they're, they're playing dudes 
Like this isn't yeah. even the, the the Grizzlies. Nobody squad beat the Suns, and this is going to be the somebody squad. So I, I I'm going to play Memphis here. I can't believe I'm going to play Memphis. I like I liked going contrary. I thought this was going to be Grizzlies minus one and a half, and I was like, I'll take Memphis. I'll you know I'll take Denver in that spot. Denver minus three and a half. I'm getting plus money on on the Memphis. I, I have to take Memphis in this spot. Yeah, I feel like the only reason that the Grizzlies even lost the Jazz, I think they just ran out of, I think they were just tired yeah. um, in overtime. So they wind up blew, they blew that cover too, which stunk. But like they, uh, I think they just ran out of gas, but they were pushing them. And I mean, I don't think, I, I feel like Denver doesn't really have enough on the perimeter to stop even Bain or Tyus Jones right now. Uh, Sixers taking on Raptors. Raptors are a point and a half favorite. Uh, Matisse Seibel ineligible to play in this game. Interesting wording there. Uh, total 216 in this matchup. I'm a little surprised the Raptors are favored. Do we think this is a rest spot, Raheem? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you have a guy in Joel Embiid who gets banged up a ton. You have a guy in James Harden who we know has a lot of mileage on him. And then we we all heard about Matisse Seibel today um, being ineligible to play. So, I mean, this seems like a rest spot. And then Obviously, look, we've heard about the Sixers right now. They struggle against the switch, and I think that's something the Raptors do pretty well. So with or without their stars, this is a tough spot for the, the Sixers. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like Toronto's length even, and like they, they don't want, they want to try to stay. I feel like they might want to keep trying to climb the standings too. Like they're pushing the bulls. So like why I don't, I don't see why Toronto wouldn't like try to just keep them down, you know? Yeah, I guess my only thing is like, they don't have a center, right? Like center is the weak. Sp- they have all these big long dudes, but the Raptors don't have a center. They got Precious Achua and Chris Boucher, and B wants MVP. Like he wants MVP. He badly like the man's press tour has been impressive, impressive. You know, like nobody's doing any profiles on Giannis. Nobody's doing any profiles on Jokic. Sixers are are basically doing a press tour for for Joel. He wants that MVP bad and. I feel like he might just come out and and put up 40 again because if he wins that scoring title, that's his best argument is best record amongst the three candidates and the scoring title. That's his best chance for MVP. Um, yeah. Now I'll hit you with the other side. Losing this game would very much mean it's unlikely they face the Nets in the first round. It would mean it's almost impossible if they lo- if they lose this game. It's almost impossible for the Sixers to play the Nets in the first round. Because the only way for the Sixers to get to two is they have to outright pass Boston and Milwaukee. And one of those teams loses tomorrow night because Boston plays Milwaukee. So if the Sixers are like, no, 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 we're good with four. Like, that's where we want to be. And I think the Sixers are more likely than the other teams to look at it strategically like that. If you're the Sixers, you want the four seed. What you're hoping is the Nets stay in the, in the eight spot. They beat the Cavs. They get the two seed and knock out the Celtics. You get the the five seed Raptors or Bull, preferably Bulls. The Bulls, yeah. Yeah. And then you get the winner of Heat versus whoever, Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte. And that's a cakewalk if you're the Sixers to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, yeah. Raheem, I'm just going to warn you right now. If that's the lay, if we come out of the play-in and the, the Nets are the seven and the Sixers are the four, we have to bet the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, but we're going to have to bet the Sixers to win the East. It's just because the, the <laughs> like three of the four best teams in the conference are going to be in the other bracket. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. 
So there's probably a little bit of reason for the Sixers not to win this game, but we'll see what they, what they decide to do. So I think that one's a stay away. Final one. Spurs took out the, the Nuggets last night. It looked really good. Nuggets were, were pathetic. Uh, Wolves coming off of a loss to the Wizards. They were really mad at themselves because they know that they could have gained ground. Like if they won that game, it puts so much more pressure on Denver. Denver would have had to go 2-0 in these final two games in order to, in order to get it. Um, now the magic number is one. One more loss and the Wolves are locked into the seven. So they're going to try in this game. Spurs are eight and a half. I kind of like San Antonio. Like what if the Wolves are just kind of like – this pressure is a little bit much for them. San Antonio is like, they got nothing to lose. They're like, we made the play in. We're not getting any higher. We beat out the Lakers. We're getting that play in money. No matter what we're a young team. We're still gonna have a good draft pick. Our best player makes 15 million a year. Who cares? Like this is the NFL comparison. Isn't it Raheem where you got the very yeah. tight team that needs to win and the very loose team. That's like, whatever, just go out there and play. And then, you know, like when I look at that last Spurs and Minnesota Timberwolves game, that was a close game until Carl Anthony Towns scored 35 yeah. points in the, in the third quarter and got himself to 60. So they've proven that they can play this team tough. So I, I kind of agree with you on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I don't see why they wouldn't – like at this point, like if they were trying to tank and they like accidentally made the playoffs because the Lakers were so bad, at this point it's like, well, we may as well – try to like tune up for the playoffs. Um, and if they can get a home game, they can get a home game. They're only one game back to the Pelicans in the loss column. So I don't see why they wouldn't just send out all their guys. Like they're not, there's no, there's, they're not trying to jockey for position or anything. And I agree with you, Raheem. Like if Carl Anthony Towns didn't go nuclear in that game, like the Spurs still put up 130 points in regulation against a good Timberwolves defense so I, the only i was actually thinking you know maybe the over but the total seems so high even though these two teams are like pretty fast paced um but you know at two it, i think it opened at like 239 it's already come down a couple of points so uh i'm wondering if maybe that'll create some value on the over all right yeah i like the over too i like that play as well okay be careful be careful out there these streets are slippery right now, and the NBA betting is very, is very, very slick out there. So be careful. Make sure to use the Action Network app and follow Fantasy Labs NBA for the latest injury update information. That's going to do it for Buckets. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with a full breakdown of where the league is at. We'll talk about some future stuff as well, get you set for the final weekend of the regular season. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure to download, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Follow us on YouTube, too. you got all sorts of great content coming about the NBA on there. For Joe Dallara and Raheem Palmer, I'm Matt Moore. Thanks for joining us. Let's get buckets.